0: Welcome everyone to Tamrielic Adventures, a show that brings you information from all across the Far East of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric, AK Silior, and today we're going to talk about a little bit of a time where there is no empire. Um, there is some sort of rule, but uh, it's not a Cyrodiilic empire. Um, kind of ruled by Akavir, but uh, we'll get to that Once we get to today's topic, but um, we got a little bit of news. Um, So, as you all know, High Isle is live on all platforms right now. But, um, yeah, we we got some news that goes along with that. I guess now there is a uh, DLC that's going to be dropping here in about a month and a half or so, depending on when you... (laughs) Uh, What platform you're on We do have some news on that So the new dungeon DLC Is called Lost Depths And it's got two new dungeons There's the Earthen Root Enclave and Graven Deep And this drops August 22nd for PC, Mac And Stadia And it drops September 6th for consoles And this DLC Also comes with eight new item sets you got new collectibles furnishing dies new achievements and tiles so this is live in the uh, private test server or public test server i should say so if you are on that uh, definitely check it out and there's also it, this comes along with update 35 and so this is going to include increased xp and pvp areas three new pvp item sets new furnishings master writ recipes combat adjustments and an update 36 prologue quest so there's also some featured battleground modes with bonus ap so it sounds pretty cool and, uh, once again, my cat decided to jump in as soon as I hit record. Um, I should also mention, right now there's a free trial for ESO Plus, and this goes through September, I'm sorry, uh, July 14th. So, definitely, if you're, uh, thinking about checking out ESO, or if you are checking out ESO and you don't have the Plus subscription like myself, um, this will get you some extra bank space and, um... The crafting bag, which is essential. It also gives you free access to all the DLCs. So, this includes all the previous chapters and ones that are specifically DLCs. So, definitely check it out. Um, also, in the news, we've got uh, Bill Nye. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Bill Nye plays Hiking King Emmerich. And he's a very prominent actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. You probably know him from the Underworld movies. But he plays High King Emmerich. It's also kind of funny that one of his uh, adversaries in the game is Queen Irene, who played by Kate Beckinsale, who's also in Underworld. But um, he plays High King Emmerich, and uh, High King Emmerich returns in High Isle. Um, I haven't gotten to this point in the game yet, but... Uh, From what I've gathered, I'm still fairly er early in the story, and I'll kind of explain that. Uh, But the High Isle story has to do with the Three Banners War, which I do plan on doing an episode on soon. So there's an article uh, where they interview Bill Nye. Not the science guy. It's Bill N-I-G-H-Y um yeah he's not bill nye the science guy uh google that kids if you don't know who that is um so i will link the article in the show notes so also as of right now bethesda is doing a campaign for a charity about um uh, kids hunger it's called support no kid uh, it's called no kid hungry sorry please go support no kid hungry by checking out some of bethesda's twitch streams and there will be a link to donate that is twitch.tv slash bethesda and they are running special fundraising live streams and cooperation with the charity so the article that i'm going to link in the show notes for that um lists some of the live streams that you can check out some of the twitch streamers that you can or um, there's also a link in there where you can donate directly so definitely definitely check that out Uh, if you are able to donate please do um the last article that i have right now is talking about the july uh featured mods for the skyrim special edition and fallout 4 For Skyrim, there is a mod that uh, takes you to an ancient uh, Dwemer Ruin, and uh, there's some space travel involved. There's also a Dwarven Power Armor mod and a Dwarven Ballista Blaster, so it's pretty cool. Um, There was a, a mod... When Skyrim first came out, or when it first got um, mod support that gave you something that fell from space, but uh, this actually, there's one that uh, takes you to space. So, the one that takes you to space is called Ethereonautics, a space travel mod. So, if you're interested in the Fallout 4 ones, there's one um, that's a player house, there's a water wheel. Pa- um, Water wheel Power ge- uh, Generators and Alternate Water Sources. Gator Claws, which sounds terrifying. Um, there's a couple with uh, Gator Claws. And there's also uh, one called Bug Killer. Miami Misadventures, which would be really cool. That probably would go along with the Gator Claws. Um, and yeah, so definitely check those out if you... Um, hell, maybe Xbox players can have access to that too. Maybe, maybe. Uh, it might not just be Nexus... For PC players. Anyway, that is it as far as the news goes. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about my gameplay. So, yeah, I've definitely been playing a lot of High Isle. I've gotten in a little bit into Tales of Tribute this time, too. Um, <clears throat> I've, with one of my Xbox uh, NA characters, yes, I, I said one because I now have two. I'll get into that here in a bit. Um, I did the, I did two two matches. I did the intro match against uh, Bragas and then the novice player, and then I think I did one with my um, European character also. But I've done quite a few of the uh, earlier missions, and I'm not gonna like I said I'm not gonna get into spoilers so much because this is still pretty new. But I've done a lot of running around, especially now that we have a free trial of ESL Plus. (laughs) That way I can resource, uh, gather, gather a lot of resources for my crafting writs. Uh, Because there's also a Zenithar uh, thing going on right now where you do crafting writs and they'll give you uh, special uh, supply bags. So that's been good. Uh, they'll, they'll give you crafting supplies. And then also uh, some exclusive recipes for provisions and things like that, that's, which has been pretty cool. Um, let's see. And then, yeah, I created a new character for the North American server because I wanted to experience the new tutorial so every time a new chapter drops they'll give you a new tutorial to go through and this one has been pretty pretty interesting it takes you to another part of the island and then once you get to a specific area there is portals that will take you to all the different area like chapter zones like elsewhere and uh, marlin things like that and also the starting areas for the um the three banners war areas the alliance zones and so of course i chose high isle and there was a really cool cinematic that went with that so yeah it was really well done so this character i made is a nord dragon knight and i went with two handed this one because that's something that's really foreign to me I never play with two-handed weapons even in the mainline games so I wanted to do something a little bit different a little bit different a lot different uh, compared to my (laughs) Nightblade which is an assassin character and then also my Necromancer so yeah which uh which my necromancer is a healer and my nightblade obviously um, dps well also i should mention that my nightblade uh which yeah it's a bosmer nightblade for my north american server is now over level 50. so he's now in combat point range so that's that's been good i can now collect uh combat points with that character my Nord Dragon Knight, I think, is like eleven, level eleven or level twelve. So moving along. So yeah, I've been spending, definitely spending some time with that character as well. So anyway, uh, other than ESO, of course, there's Fallout 76. As always, I'm about halfway done with the scoreboard. Mothman Equinox, I think, is just ending. That's been fun. Um, and the the. Uh, Like I said, the Moonshine Jamboree, I loved that event, but I was pretty much drained of all of my ammo with that event going on. And this one, yeah, it's been keeping me pretty low as far as ammo goes. So I'm going to have to start buying some uh, bulk lead and things like that so I can replenish my ammo. Uh, There's also been some weird uh, things that have been popping up in the weekly and daily events, um, daily quests for the scoreboard where you take a picture of something while you're drunk on the uh, alcohol you get from the Moonshine Jamboree. I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's a double M um, alliteration. and um, So it's been like take a picture of a Gulper while you're intoxicated on this Shit um, Also take a, there's one where There's been a couple of times where they want you to take A picture of a super mutant while drunk on This stuff um, Didn't always work like there was one instance Where I took a picture I tried I took several Pictures of a drunk, uh, drunk um, A Gulper while drunk And It didn't register I don't know Why um, today it did Because there was another instance of that Um, these gulpers are if they see you they're (laughs) it's very hard to take a camera picture yeah it's not just take a picture it's take a picture with your camera not just take a screenshot so um, it's kind of hard to survive uh, taking a picture while this thing's charging at you so I think the way I did it was I flew up in a tree and did that because my character has a jetpack so that (laughs) that was fun um, other than that, I've been playing some Red Dead Redemption 2, which has also been fun. Um, I started Chapter 2. I, th- I don't remember if I mentioned that or not, but I think I just mentioned that I got the game running. So, it was kind of like Cyberpunk, where the first several hours are just intro. Um, yeah, all of Chapter 1 was just intro. Like So, you go... Uh, try and steal some stuff from a rival gang, which ends up leading to a gunfight. You rob a train, and then you move your camp, and all that was tutorial for the game. So, once you finish Chapter 1, it's a lot more... you have a lot more freedom with this game, so you can just go explore. It's a very free, moving, open-world game. You can go hunt, you can gather supplies, you can travel to the local uh, town and get in saloon brawls. Um, it's just a lot of stuff you can do, but your, your settlement does need supplies, so you kind of have to go and hunt here and there. There's also legendary enemies that you can track and hunt. Um, like I did a quest recently where you're tracking a legendary bear with uh, another character so um, definitely enjoying this game I need to check out the first one Um, I think I mentioned that in the last episode which uh, also has a, a zombie DLC which I'm would I'm really interested in playing that Um, Other than that, I don't think there's a whole lot that I've been playing. My family was in town from Indianapolis uh, this past weekend because my birthday isn't a week, or less than a week now. So anyway, uh, that really is it as far as my gameplay. Oh, I also started uh, playing Star Trek Online, which I played years ago, but... I heard somebody talking about it recently, and it's now on console, so if you have an Xbox, it's free to play, so I played a few hours of that, so um, probably play that again here oh, pretty soon, the space battles for that have been fun, um, there's space missions, there's ground missions, uh, yeah, so there you go. Anyway, let's get into today's topic, which is the Akaviri Potentate. Stay tuned, guys. Alright, guys. So, let's talk about the Akaviri Potentate. So, the Akaviri Potentate is the name given to the period of time um, after the assassination of Raymond III, which we talked about in the last episode... And the end of the Raymond dynasty. And it's also given to the title, it's a t- it's the title given to the rulers during this time period, so it's kind of got a double meaning. So the Raymonds, under the chief advisor, uh, under the Raymonds, the emperor's chief advisor was called the Potentate. Um, the Battle of Pale Pass, Raymond I decided, decisively defeated an Akaviri invasion, but other events forced him to offer the defeated army amnesty. And return to service in his own army So, Raymond, like the the uh, Cyrodiil Empire, the, the Raymond dynasty had Akaviri within their numbers, which is pretty interesting. It's like uh, these guys just tried to kill you, and now you're you've got them living among you. Okay, um, sure, yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. Uh, but there was Akaviri influence In other spheres of life And given time The potentate was usually Filled by one of the snake people um, Yeah, that, that's Yeesh, uh, okay In um, the year 2920 The potentate Versidu She Or Shy I, I don't know S-H-A-I-E um, Plotted to overthrow the empire And he Assassinate, he's the one who uh, called the uh, contract on Emperor Raymond III shortly after the death of Crown Pint Prince Julik and declared Raymond's line to be extinct. So, the evening uh, on the uh, 22nd of evening, star uh, 2920, Residu, Residu- She declared that he was taking over the leadership of the empire but retaining the title of potentate in the same speech he declared the end of the first era and the start of the second so yeah I mentioned that the year 2920 was the end of the first era so and this is what leads to the second era was the overthrow of the Raymond dynasty So, in order to suppress armies remaining loyal to the Raymonds as well as the armies belonging to the individual kingdoms seeking greater autonomy, Versicius Chai Chai I I don't know I'm not gonna get that right um, was forced to engage in a relentless series of campaigns that, by the year Second Era 283, it finally resulted in a victory for his forces. This suppression led to the led those loyal to the Raymonds that may have been Raymond purges, uh, that may have been the Raymond purges, where the potentates invaded contraptions for cutting off heads, uh, like a guillotine. I don't know. Um, the cost of the campaign was immense, and the and it led to the impoverishment of both the empire and its constituent kingdoms in the effort to maintain, without the expense of standing army. So, in Second Era 321, Versidus agreed to a proposal uh, from his kinsman, uh, Daenerys... Uh, it's not Daenerys. Uh, maybe it is, it's just a different spelling. Uh, Daenerys Vess, that established what was to become known as the Fighters Guild. Okay, so, that's... Interesting. So the Fighters Guild was actually uh, put together by the Akaviri. Very interesting. Um, At some point I need to do in-depth episodes on all the different guilds. So Mm -hmm. that might be what I do next, actually. So in Second Era uh, 324, Vesidjishé was assassinated by the Morag Tong, and he was succeeded by his son Savirin Chorak, In turn... He was assassinated Along with all of his heirs in one night On uh, Sun's Dawn uh, Second era 430 And that uh, was what, what Led to the introgram. So and These are the only two rulers uh, In the Akaviri Potentate era And both were assassinated So that's uh, That's pretty tragic But uh, I mean people didn't want Akaviri in charge of Tamarail which I can completely understand. That so, here's a few notes. Here, it's controversial which assassin guild was really uh, was really killed the last uh, Akaviri potentate. So I guess there's uh, contradictory notes. Uh, some say the Morag Tong killed Sev- Severin. Some say it was the Dark Brotherhood. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, at some point, I'm going to do in-depth episodes on the different guilds, uh, starting, well, when the Dark Brotherhood will probably be a two-parter, with the Morag Tong uh, being part one and the Dark Brotherhood being part two. Here's another uh, note here, uh, Sidiri Ashak. Was an obscure and lesser known potentate. He is perhaps best known for the five rune stones dotted across the imperial province that bear his name. He advised Emperor Brazulus Dor, who ruled in between the reigns of Raymond II and Raymond III. Neither interested nor skilled in matters of state, Emperor Dor left most of the governing to him, and he proved to be a capable, capable statesman. The yeah, Akaviri potentate's peculiar, peculiar armorsmithing practices was said to have changed the Imperial Legion forever. I can see that. So, if you, when you um, join the Blades in Oblivion, which is part of the main story, when you you become a blade in the story of the main quest in Oblivion. They have a lot of Akaviri armor and weapons. And it's very distinctive, so yeah, that that makes total sense. And it says here also that the magnets, magnates, of the town of Ha-oshe, Hakoshe and elsewhere believe themselves to be descendants of the Potentates through the Procon- Proconsul balorian Kai. I, I don't know if I pronounced that right, probably not But it was revealed in Second Era 582 that they were in truth Descended from Lena Barduik Who is the bodyguard of Procnosol And he had Abandoned him to assassins And taken his identity Okay uh, Some shady practices, so he has him killed And he's like, I am he So <clears throat> Anyway Um that really is it as far as this era is very short only let's see 300 and or i'm sorry 430 years in total uh which is split between two different rulers so next up is the interim which is i believe it takes place during the era of eso so um i'm gonna be doing an episode pretty soon on the three manners war um, I so hopefully it'll be sometime in the next few episodes. Uh, I'm gonna have some guests on for that. um, Hopefully, um, who are very well versed in Elder Scrolls Online. Because the Three Banners War is uh, part, it's one of the main stories in Elder Scrolls Online. There's everything going on with Molec Ball, and then there's everything going on with the Three Banners War. So Anyway, yeah, that, um, next up, as I mentioned, it's going to be the Intercom, so that'll be pretty interesting. I'm sure we're going to have a, a little bit more to that than, uh, what was here, but this definitely needed to be addressed. So anyway, uh, that will be it for this episode. I'm going to quit rambling here. So I'd like to thank The Hive, as always, for sponsoring today's podcast. And if you would like to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at iangold08. And then you can also find the show's handles at tamrailp. If you'd like to uh, email me, you can do that as well. You can make your voice heard uh, a little bit quieter, not so much public. Uh, that would uh, be through email at Podcast at gmail.com. I usually forget to... Uh, mention that this show does have an email you can also find me on my other shows I've got Nintendo. I just did an episode on the Game Boy Color definitely check that out and then uh, the next episode for that will be on the original Game Boy Advance so definitely check that out we had an episode of Tapes from the Waste come out recently that is the Fallout Lore podcast that I do with Mr. KDB and that episode is on the, uh, railway rifle, which was a real tongue twister to say, uh, over and over again throughout that episode is a railway rifle, railway rifle. Yeah. Let's see if you can say that over and over again, really quickly. Probably not. So also, um, yeah, just, if you could do me a favor and leave a rating and review, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I don't remember the last time the show had a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, but if you leave a review with some text, I will read it out on the show. So, it looks like the show has gotten some ratings on Spotify, so I thank you guys for doing that. Um, But yeah, definitely, if you would also leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, if you leave a review with some text I will read it out on the show so um, another way to get your voice heard and to get some eyes and ears on this show that will definitely help me out I I know I mentioned that quite a bit but it really does help uh, with whatever algorithm they use for Apple Podcasts so anyway um, that is it like I said next episode will be on the introgram period in uh, the second era so Until then, as always, stay safe, adventurers.